Four times how it go down. Slaps on deck for the whole town. On mama's man, I did it with my own sound. And I got my own city that I hold down. Just admit it already. You Hi guys. Hey guys. We're back. Oh, we're back again for episode yes. nine, right? Shoot. Y'all, even before we started this podcast, Three was already clowning. Oh, please. Let's not get them involved in how you was acting. Before we started recording, okay? Therese was saying that if me and her both started a podcast and I had a a fan base, that I shouldn't be getting a larger cut of the check. All I was telling Krista is, (laughs) if it was me and her, there would not be no 60-40. Absolutely. No. It would be 50-50 or I wouldn't be included. (laughs) Why makes you think you're getting more than me? Please. Therese, let's get to the podcast. I just had to let let the fans know. (laughs) Yeah, let them know. Let them know. All right, so how was how was your week, Krista? It's, been it's only okay. been a week. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It has been a week. It's been okay. I've had some some rough times. My my great aunt and my uncle died like in the same weekend. It was kind of yeah. shocking. Yeah, so it's really shocking. It's okay though. It's all right. I'm gonna talk about that a little bit at the end. And I got a cup of wine right now. You know, as we're recording, because Therese was already on my nerves. So you know, she had that before I even got on the phone. I did, but you so, know, Therese made me pour the glass. Me. So, <laughs> no, it's cool. Though. I'm good. I'm a little sad, but I'm okay. Why, well, Cerise, how was your week? I don't know. Long. Stressful. <laughs> I'm finally back in St. Louis, but that's about it. That's... Oh, yeah. Forgot your home. I'll be home in like three days. Yes. Oh, my God. Look at God. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to get up out of here. <laughs> yeah, I know you can't wait to leave behind. Bye, Cerise. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I guess we can we can jump on into our celebrity news or whatever okay. we're gonna call it today. Um, yeah, whatever you want to call it. We're gonna we're, first. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about poor poor Kanye and why he really needs to get his life together. I don't even know. I I, I have no idea what he's done. So okay. Go okay. Ahead, so you know Kanye. You remember we talked about Kanye like a couple weeks ago. When Mm -hmm. he was, he went on a rant at one of his concerts about Jay Z. Mm -hmm. Okay, so recently he is at a concert and he goes on a rant about. I don't know if it was the first one was a rant, but he talks about how he didn't vote. Really? Yes, and he said that if he would have voted, he would have voted for Trump. No, he did not. Yes, he did. That's crazy. (laughs) When I tell you, it's so real. People have been throwing his CDs away. Wow. All types of stuff. People are upset. I've heard about that. I'm kind of surprised. I'm usually not that out the loop. Yeah, well, I mean, it all happened like, you know, over the last like three days or something. And at um, his last concert, or I guess the concert from yesterday or the day before, mm-hmm. and he um, he makes, you know, he talks about Beyonce and he's like, you know, Beyonce said she wouldn't go to the VMAs if she didn't win video of the year over, you know, himself and Drake. And he was like, low-key dogging Beyonce out. Like, he, you know, he definitely tweeted, like, really? a year ago saying that he was not going to, you know, the the Grammys if he didn't win Video of the Year. Or, you know, Album of the Year, I think. That's not surprising. He did that, like, a long time ago. And it, like, that's it not surprising. Like For him to be talking about Beyonce, like, that's not some stuff that he would definitely do. Huh. It's, it's very, very weird. They're both, they're both annoying. 
I love Beyonce's music, but Beyonce works my nerves too. She's bougie. Just like him. But he's more vocal. Ain't nothing wrong with being bougie. You bougie. So what? Are you calling me bougie? Yes. I'm not bougie like Beyonce bougie. Beyonce is low key snooty. Maybe she's snooty. Because I'm not, I don't have my nose. Like, Beyonce is not going to talk to the common folk. Like, she's just not. People act like she's humble and whatnot. She's okay. But when I tell you Beyonce came to the BET Awards because she said, I got this extra black album. I got these black panthers in the back. I got I to gotta rep for my black crowd. BET Awards this year. She ain't coming back next year. Like she. But how like, do you know that's just not like she's had a change of heart? She's like, I need to be more accepting and give more to the black community. Why can't that be like a new thing that she's doing now? Okay. I think Beyonce's always been black. She loves her blackness. I don't think she doesn't. Mm-hmm. But Beyonce don't have nothing for the BET Awards. And she's not coming back. Unless she has yeah. another album that talks about black. I mean, lives. I didn't watch the BET Awards when she was on it, so did I? I don't know. But I, either way, I feel like Beyonce. So you dogging sweet. her for not going, but you ain't even watch it. I probably did see her performance. I'm sure I had it on. So you just watched for her. So you're not. No, re- I definitely you're didn't not, watch. You're not Please. trying to give to the BET Awards. You're giving to Beyonce. The BET. I have no problem sitting down and watching the BET Awards. I'm gonna sit down and watch that, just like I'm gonna sit down and watch the VMAs. They're on the I same level to me. So it doesn't matter. But I'm just saying that Kanye. It's just as bougie as Beyonce. They're both bougie. It's just what it is. Like, yeah. it's not like Kanye's like hundred percent right. And, well, what am I? Trying, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But it's not like Kanye's like the man. And then I'm done. I'm the man. I'm done. <laughs> like, I don't know where you're going, but you know, okay. I'm done. I feel like Kanye just has a lot of nerve to try to bring somebody out against something that he would definitely do. It's like, you know, yeah, yeah it's not good that Beyonce will only go to the, you know, the VMAs and she wins the award. But it's like, don't act like these are not things that you've said. Okay? Especially somebody who decided to interrupt a performance and like, and like tell you how they shouldn't get that award. Like, I'm not, I'm kind of surprised that he's bringing Beyonce's name up. So did Jay-Z say something about the fact that he's bringing up Beyonce's name? Because I thought that's what um, he was I haven't go heard anything story. about that yet. But, you know, what else he he did at his last concert, he only did, like, you know, I I don't, can't remember if it was, like, he did two songs, and he ended the, he did his rant, and then he ended the concert, but those people definitely did not get what they paid for, and they all got their money (laughs) back, and Kanye did not get paid. Oh, wow. And he canceled his concert tonight, that's in LA, I think, and everybody got their money back. So, Kanye really needs to pull it together before he really start losing money. He just needs some counseling. (laughs) <laughs> like that's like I'm not even trying to be funny. Like he right. really do need some counseling. Like he been off the chain for a long time. That's not new. I think it's just starting to like I don't know. I think them Kardashians ain't helping because he yeah. been he been off for a long time. Like because when he first started, he was a completely different person than he is now. But that's what fame and money and success can do to you. And it makes sense because honestly, like especially being famous too young. Like, I think if you get famous in your 40s or 50s, it's like, okay, I know who I am. I'm grown. But when <laughs> you get famous like, in the college age, like the 20s and stuff, it's like, or in the teen, the kid age, it's like, I would never let my child be a, a kid actor unless that was like, on their heart. Right. But I would not put my child in that because I feel like that's just a quick way. Because it's like when you're figuring out who you are, it's really hard to be in the media when they try and tell you who you are and then everything gets mixed up. And then you add money on top of that and how you should be attractive and all this. It's just like too much and it stresses you out and it, it causes you to have all these internal breakdowns. And I feel like on top of that, his mom died. Like, it's just too much. Kanye can't deal with it. Like, he he really needed to yeah. go. He, he needed to be on some Kid Cudi stuff. 
And he, he and Kid Cudi had like a moment at the concert too. It was, I don't know if Kanye was crying. I can't remember what was happening, but I saw the video and they were like hugging on his little, oh, you cool. know, floating stage or whatever. So Kanye, you know, maybe Wait, something's going on. Were you the one upset. who told me that Drake spoke out about Kid Cudi? Yeah. Okay. So I do want to say Drake had, was wrong. He was very, very wrong. But yeah. at the same time, Drake wasn't 100% wrong because I found out that he was responding to the, what Kid Cudi said in a song. What did Kid so Cudi say? He had said something about Drake, Kanye, and somebody else. And it was like, Drake was just responding to that. Drake was out of line, and he was late. It was like he responded like weeks later. But I mean, he could have talked about something else. He should have. Well, he was out of line, but people were making it seem like Drake just decided to pop up on Twitter and be like, you know what? Forget you and you and yo, you in rehab and you ain't nothing. Like, that's not what really what happened. It was kind of like, Drake is just too sensitive. He ain't a Kanye. Kanye Kanye got a lot of problems, but he probably can't. I feel like he can still acknowledge the fact that when someone's trying to do better for themselves, like, even if they hurt him, it's like he can let it go. Drake can't do that. So I feel like Drake wasn't right to say what he said. But I really thought that Drake was just like attacking him. And it was kind of like mm-hmm. Kid Cudi attacked him first and then Drake said it back. Like it's it's all wrong. But I think that the media was kind of spending that like Drake, like Kid Cudi didn't say anything first. Like if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I didn't know Kid Cudi said anything. So let me see what Kid Cudi. Let me see. Kid Cudi. If, if you can go to the next one, I'm gonna Google it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean the next that I mean that's all I had to say about Kanye. I just really feel like Kanye probably does have something going on that he needs to get together before he really does lose his, some of his good fans. Oh, yeah. He would vote for Trump. That's weird. I, he That's felt so like, weird. you know, he, he low-key felt like he was going to be persecuted if he said that he voted for Trump or wanted to vote for Trump. So I guess he just didn't vote. But it's That's like so, nobody knows who you vote for. So, so I don't understand that. Like, if you're going to tell me you didn't vote because you wanted to vote for somebody and people were going to talk about you, it's like, nobody's going to know. You go in there, you vote, and you go home. That's so weird. Hmm. Oh, he also said, you know, our country is racist. We get it. Stop talking about it so much. Kanye said that? (laughs) Yeah. What? That's crazy. I don't, yeah. That's like Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne says, Lil Wayne just Uh, sit himself down. But for real. He, like, really made that. I'm a young, rich black man <laughs> it's like <laughs> stop yourself please right like you're oh my god like you, you ain't been so fortunate to even be sitting like, where you at because like how you even got there i don't even know like you ain't no good right Ugh. you know i love Lil i can't Wayne. stand little wayne i love little wayne little wayne little wayne whatever Lil his wayne. name is i love him I and he's out here letting me down Okay, so in, on September 6th, 14th, Kid Cudi said the fake ones won't be lasting too much longer. And then he said, my tweets apply to who they apply. Yeah, Drake, ye, Drake, whoever. And then some of it's bleeped out. But it's like, mm-hmm. he, he mentioned Drake. So Kanye West was, ref, was like angry when he was talking about Kid Cudi and then Drake did the same thing. Drake was just late. It was kind of weird. It was like Drake had that brewing and he was like, let me go ahead and figure something out. It was like, Maybe it was because time. Drake didn't have a song he was going to put out just yet. And then he was like... He's like, man, I'm about to diss him. Yeah, he wasn't right, but I feel like it, it was. he was still wrong because he went below the belt, but at the same time, it was like... It's not like Drake was acting off of nothing, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Hmm. But, okay, so you know the next thing that I want to talk about, Kristen? Oh my God, what, Therese? Is... <laughs> 
was like, you know, like don't do that. <laughs> it's all of these um, challenges, or you know, these viral, mm-hmm. you know, these viral things that the kids are doing nowadays. Kids, <laughs> right? <laughs> like this, you know, the mannequin challenge, and right. You know, I was talking to you about that. You name it challenge. You know, last week. Is that the one where people are like, I got greens, I yes. got corn. See, I don't know where that started, but I it's from see this it. lady who was, she's like a gospel singer and she's giving some, I don't know if she's giving a sermon or something, but she's talking about how some guy, he was like, oh, I want to, you know, talk to God, how I want to talk to God. And the church wasn't letting him do that. And he was trying to just tell the lady how much God has given him. He was like, you know, I got these beans, greens, tomatoes, you know, naming off all the stuff. And the church was was so hilarious that people had to put a little mix on it. And the song is just so funny now. See, I haven't heard it, but I've seen the... How have you not? I sent it to you. You just don't, you know. That's because I think I accidentally clicked on it and then I forgot to go back to it. Like, sure, Christine. I'll look Point at that. it later. But later, once you, you know, nobody cares about it anymore. Look at it. It took me a while to be like, What is this? Is people just standing around? Like, I was confused, and I realized, Oh, it's like people are pretending to be mannequins. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and they I all play like, that Black Beatles in the background. Hmm? I said, They all play that song Black Beatles in the background. Oh, I've seen some way playing rap music. That's that's what the song is Black Beatles is a rap oh. song. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> 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 oh this wine hit me a little bit no, it must be no I, I actually probably I don't know if I would have said that but I didn't I didn't know who the Black Beatles were I feel like no I Black Beatles is a song by um those two brothers whatever their names are they say um I ain't got no type that song and no this type. could be us but you playing this could be um, no, I know you're talking about though yeah, that's so cool. that's their song, but the mannequin challenge is like you know you got everybody doing it. Yeah, it's and cool. why are these why are these things so popular? Like I don't, it's like I'm trying oh, to I understand. I like the mannequin challenge. I kind of mess with it. I saw one and it was on Howard Law's campus, and I was like, bro, this is this is cool right here. It was like they were like walking down the street, and every it was like everyone had stopped. It looked like for like legit. I don't like the ones where it's like the people are low key shaking, and yeah. it's like I can't. And it's like <laughs> stop, try again <laughs> because this is not it. <laughs> Right, but the ones where they're like legit, like they're legit frozen, and it looks like I'm walking down the street, and that's actually what I see. I think right, that's y'all took cool. a picture. In. Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, I, like it, I mean it is cool, but I'm just like I'm trying to understand just how it got so popular. You know how all of these get so popular because there's another one that you know is getting popular now or somewhat, and it's that um, Andy's coming. You know, from Toy Story, when all the toys, they would yell out, Andy's coming, whenever that boy came home, and they would have to pretend like they were dead or whatever, like they didn't talk. Mm. And so there's all these videos of people in high school, so they yell out, Andy's coming, everybody drops to the floor. And I'm like, you know, it just seems like, I feel like such an old person, because I feel like, you know, these kids can make anything popular. It's like, (laughs) anything can be viral. I know. Like, when we have kids, and we'll be like, oh, I remember this mannequin challenge, they're going to be like, y'all are so lame. (laughs) Uh, that's that's so true because my dad used to tell me about like you know slang words they used to use and I would be like oh god really that's like what jamming you guys on the one jamming on the one or my dad from, uh, the Cosby jive. show jive 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 turkey yeah uh we should we should do a challenge though we should do a mannequin challenge that'd be fun yeah I wouldn't Sorry. be at a standstill that long so you know. <laughs> We could try. You 
you can't stand still for five seconds while somebody records you for real. It's like they recording angles and everything. And what are my what are my facial expressions gonna be doing? Because I'm probably gonna be trying to laugh. <laughs> so I don't think I can take Aww, it. Oh, that'd be really cute. We should do one for it when I come home. Yeah, we'll we'll try to find some time in between, you know, the the twenty four hours. Yeah, and this time make sure you say bye. <laughs> you know what, Krista? I don't wanna have to Teresa hear about left. it, okay? St. Louis last time I didn't say bye. I didn't think it was that big of a deal, Krista. And y'all, she lived five minutes from my mom's house. Like, (laughs) I... Her parents live, like, down the street from my parents. It's so cute. Krista, I knew I was going to talk to you later that day. I was like, (laughs) do I need to drive down here? I will be on the phone with you in, like, ten hours. I need to come down there. I remember when I asked you, do you want me to come down for your birthday? And you were like, no. (laughs) (laughs) What we need to be down here for? (laughs) We both need to St. Louis when we figure it out. Yeah, we'll meet in St. Louis. But Christmas, I'll be home longer. All right. Yeah, I probably won't be. Okay. So the last last thing I have for news Mm. is, I guess, you know, more, I mean, good news, I guess. You remember the shooting of that uh, that guy, Philando Castell? What is it? Mm -hmm. Castell or whatever? Um, Yeah. I don't know Mm -hmm. if I got it, if I said it right. um, But it says that the officer is facing uh, manslaughter charges. You know, he didn't just wow get off with, you know, with nothing. I That's mean, not really that he's, surprising. you know, he hasn't been convicted, but, you know. But hey. Something. something. Right. We're getting there. Like, that could really be a staple. Like, if we see that, actually, you know, if he gets what he deserves, that's low-key what's up. And I feel like that story should be highlighted. And maybe yeah. now, like, other cops will be like, you know what? I ain't mess with that. I ain't mess with that, uh... Trayvon Martin, not Trayvon Martin, Trayvon Martin wasn't killed by a cop, but like um, Tamir Rice, mm-hmm. I didn't mess with the the Mike Brown or, you know, all these other ones that are happening. He'll be like, all right, you, you know, like now I feel like cops are kind of scared. So maybe that'll be the staple. Mm. You I think, so. I think, so do you think this will make them scared or do you think they're scared now? I don't think they'll be scared. Oh, well, I think some cops, I think they'll be able to say like, you know, I don't know. I feel like once one thing happens, people are able to look back and say, you know what, I didn't agree with that either, but I was too nervous to say it. Like, because mm-hmm. now maybe it'll be cops coming forward and saying, you know, I do think this is a problem since he's actually brought to justice. Yeah. Know. Okay. Yeah, I see that. Hopefully that's what happens. I see it too, Therese. What can I say? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hopefully that's what happens, you know. Right. We'll see. I mean, manslaughter is not that deep, though. It's like, yeah. I mean, you still kill somebody, but it's not like. It's not even second degree murder, is it? No. What? Well, well that's all. That's all my news for. That's all my news for today. Okay. Bits. So you know, for for what's you know what what, what we're listening to the entertainment <laughs> section. Hot news. What did you call it? No, I called it entertainment. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm looking at uh, yes. Go ahead. <laughs> we're gonna talk about. Uh, first, we're gonna talk about Drake. So you know, Drake okay. put out some songs from his. Um, I don't know if it's a new album or what it's what it is, but it's called More Love. And the the you know my he put out three songs. I remember you said that. I need to listen. And to my favorite one, or <laughs> I say my favorite because I haven't really listened to the other ones like that. I heard, I heard um, sneaking a little bit. But I didn't hear all of it. But Fake Love, like, has been on repeat because it's so good. Oh, yeah. I heard Fake Love. Is there yes. some other ones? Like, how do they go? I can't. I'm not about to sing. <laughs> I'm say, you better turn on Spotify and listen to it. <laughs> I don't have... Bruh, Therese, 
You know, I went in and used my student discount for my Apple Music, and I got my life. I saw that that money come out of my uh, off my credit card, and I was like, "Look at that!" Because really? it used to be nine ninety nine, and it went down to four ninety nine. Right. I was yeah. So I know. Excited. I know about the deals, Kristen. Bruh, I was excited. Yeah. But I'm gonna listen to Drake's new because I love me some Drake. Yeah, me too. I need to listen to Two Birds One Stone. And who's that? That's another. That's another song on them. Oh, okay. Yeah, and and sneaking. I'm gonna listen to all of that. But I feel like y'all should definitely check that out. Because if, if you heard Fake Love, which I'm sure that you have, right. the other, I'm sure this other songs are good. You know, <laughs> I say that even though you know views. Has a new song. They had good views songs, but they also had songs that weren't good. So we're not gonna have this conversation again. But Views was a, a pretty decent album. Decent. That's not good. I don't think he goes out and be like, I want to make a decent album. Nobody does that. He has so many songs on that album that you could, you could even, you could like pick and choose what ones made it a great album. A lot of those songs are hits now. People, people low key just like to hate on Drake. Like that's all they need. Please don't, don't say that's what I'm doing. Cause I'm not hating on Drake. And, and, sure. and then the idea is like Drake. they all he's sound adorable. the same. He's, he's funny. He is adorable. Those like ideas of oh they all sound the same. I don't even understand what you They do all sound the same. From. They sound they like really I was dating Rihanna though. and I made a, a CD that reminded they, me of her. They, <laughs> <laughs> they really don't if you really listen to really? them. Really? They don't. Because it's like all of them sound kind of different. Controller. I think one it's dance. like four that sound alike. They sound alike. Maybe like a couple, but he got an album of 20. So it's like, you can find some others that don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it though. Yeah, yeah, you listen to it. Um, and, You know, I also found out that your your show that I have yet to watch got renewed it's for another good. season. Yes, bruh, I saw that. I have a question that is going to be from the show and I'm, so- Therese, it's a good show. Like, you really should watch it. And since you brought that up, did you know, um, there's a character on the show. She doesn't play, she's not, she plays like a sexually free woman, you know, mm-hmm. like she sleeps with men who she's dating. And I found out that the girl who plays her is a legitimate virgin. Like she hasn't not done really. nothing. And I was like, look, look at you, girl, you better do it. That's all huh, I saw in that. And even those scenes, I would be like, I don't think I would be playing those scenes if I was a legitimate person. You know, like, no. Uh-huh. But I think that's for real cool. I was like... Yeah, that is cool. I had, you know, because you know I love people like that, so I had to look her up. She was talking about being saved, and I was like, yes, look at you. Girl, she's like 32. She's not young. I mean, it was 32 young, but she's not like... She's not like 18, you know? <laughs> right. She's not It's not like, it's like oh, girl, you're going to change your mind. It's like, you 32. That's a firm decision, you know? That's real firm decision. You're 32. That's not real age. firm <laughs> But you know that's good. It was so good, and she plays like a like a. I sleep. Or, I don't sleep around, but I, I sleep with the man if I like him. You know, so it's like it's interesting that she was like that. So the one who's who's supposed to be an AK on the show. Uh. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah, I, I will excited. eventually get to that. You know. Yeah, and it, it, it's kind of interesting that that show got renewed because it makes me think like, so when is the next season coming out? It's like it just got yeah. renewed, so y'all just starting to write. Right. Right, so like, I'm assuming it's gonna be another year. Yeah, that's really Probably annoying. Be. It's like power. It's like, ugh. Oh, <laughs> right, power ain't I got all day. <laughs> right. Um, another show that I watched, you know, when I could have been watching Insecure, I started watching this show on Netflix. It only was it was only six episodes long. 
And this show was so funny. And it's called, um, it's called Chewing Gum. And it's like, uh, this British girl, she's, it's funny. She's 24 and she's a virgin. And it's, it's like based around that, but it's, it's a different, it's different than what you would think it was about. It's a really good show. I would recommend people watch it. It's a little mature, but it's, it's like low-key hilarious. And I love English accents, and it's from, you know, England. So, hmm. but it's, it's a funny show. Um, I love that you, like, sat down and decided to watch a random show. And instead of watching Insecure, you decided to watch a random British show. Because but, I, mean, I, I heard about it somewhere. I was, like, on Instagram, I think people were talking about it. They are like, oh, this show, blah, 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 is so good. And then I saw it, and I watched just, like, the little... I press play, obviously. And the little song at the beginning was so funny. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this. Let me go ahead and watch this. Right, it was only, and there were 30-minute episodes, and it was six episodes. So I was like, you know, I can knock this out. Right. You know, you love it. You can finish the show in a weekend. So Six episodes? I could have finished that in a day. But I did. <laughs> I had other things to do, so I watched it in two days. That's funny. I'll probably watch it, too, though. It sounds interesting. It's funny that she's 24. Yeah. <laughs> It, it it definitely is funny. Um, but you know, Krista, <laughs> since we're that that was the, my last um, new show that mm-hmm. I had to talk about, mm-hmm. or my only new show I had to talk about, you know. <laughs> since we're on shows, we have to, you know, you finally sound like you did your homework and you came prepared. Don't, don't do me like that. <laughs> to talk about how to get over with Mark. Don't what? do you like what? that, Krista. Were you prepared last I week? I woke up on Saturday. I was like, I'm about to, I'm about to get all my shows in. And I was like, I ain't going to get catch how to get over with murder. That's just not, I have like three episodes left. I'm not going to watch it. Oh, so, whole know, I three episodes. Oh, so gosh. I Insecure. I had to, I've been watching the Gilmore Girls because, you know, I got to get myself ready for when it starts. Mm. And which is in like a week. So I was like, I'm excited here. But then, you know, I had some little free time. You know, I ain't do too much this weekend. So I watched, <laughs> I had like three and a half episodes to watch, which is so annoying. And you see I how you made all. it, Krista? You made Actually, it through a whole like three four, episodes. Four minutes. I literally, I literally watched the the episode right as they pulled up the face to show you that it was West that died. And I don't know why anybody's surprised. I don't understand these stupid memes on Instagram and Facebook. Because number one, when it, when it happened, Therese watched it and said, oh, Krista, with an estimation point, you need to watch How You Was Murdered. And I'm like, okay, so obviously they showed you who died. Then I got on Instagram and I saw someone say, Sean, it was like a meme and it was like, you know those mm-hmm. Kermit the Frog memes are going around? Those yeah. are really funny. Some of them are like legitimately cracking me up. But, but real though. <laughs> I saw one. It was like, go to the gym. When you, it says, I need <laughs> I to go to the gym at five thirty. It was like, you've been pulling, you've been pulling dudes. Right, the, the same, same dude. body. <laughs> With the same body for years. Like, that was that's hilarious. That's so true. It's so funny. Right. That's but what I saw funny. one, and it was like, it was like, some, it said something like, kill the main character, and Shonda says, do it. It was like, <laughs> and I was like. It was like it was like I'm gonna kill a main character and China says yes or something like that. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I was like obviously I knew West was gonna die. Like I don't know when it hit. I it was like they kept recover- it, showing all the people who are alive. It's like who do you really think is gonna make it? Do you really think they're gonna kill Connor? No, they're gonna kill West. Why not? Because why was- would you kill Connor? You can't have that many episodes of where the preview is find out who's under the sheet. Who's under the sheet now? You find out one less person. It's like okay, unless it, somebody can't act big. Like- they're not important though. It, he, they really could have done that with somebody. They could have done that with Laurel. 
I think I think Frank would have been kind of big, and I think Laurel, but I think Connor is was not big enough. I think Michaela would have been kind of surprising, but it, it wouldn't have been enough for you to have all the new commercials about it, like where it's like who's underneath the sheet. I would have preferred for it to be Conover. I mean Conover, Connor. Ooh, both of them. Shoot, Connor, Oliver, and Oliver, Michaela, yeah. Laurel. Um, I just not that one guy that I like. The Fred, the Fred the, boy. You know, I, like I like him too. At first, I didn't like him, but yeah. I think he's cool. I like I really him. him. I like him too. He's funny. It could have been Bonnie. I would have, you know, low key preferred for it to be Bonnie. I could have saw Bonnie, and that would have kind of surprised me. But I feel like Wes is the only person who they would have had underneath that sheet. In every episode, they're 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 showing. Oh, it's not him. Oh, but, it's not but to him. me, it's like in the preview. You like, know, I get on. that, but it's like to me, it's like Wes is too. He was too big of a character for her to do that. So I'm I'm thinking it has to be anybody but Wes. We had this discussion before. Oh. So I'm we like, did. And I told you that Wes. this is the type of show where they would kill off Wes. And what, Drops, what like, are we proving that by? She hasn't killed off another main character. But Nobody else has been a main where character. They will. Like, I should literally just drop my mic and let you know that I won. Like, you didn't win nothing. There was not a competition. I told you that that Christa was Christa telling me? <laughs> you didn't have the facts, so you guessed. I, I didn't. I, and I knew it. I was like, is it, it's, that show's been on for like six or seven weeks. And it's just like every episode they're acting like whoever's underneath that sheet is just like so important and you have to find out. But it's they act like that every week. Who killed um that girl? It's like all of the stuff is important. But it was like They gotta get who, something to get you to the, the mid-season yeah, but, finale. But in certain episodes, it's like I feel like they made whoever that was be dead a big deal. And like when Sam died, you know, like the, uh her husband, yeah. they didn't act like that was gonna like they didn't who who died. Who is it? It wasn't every because it's not the same. Because it was Sam, so right. it's like for you got to think about it. Who no. would be underneath that sheet? It could have like, been one that... of them six. It no. was a dude because they said that in like the beginning, didn't they? They were like a male body's in there. So I'm it like, wasn't okay, be Nate, so it's either Nate's West. not significant enough. What? It probably it wasn't gonna be Nate because Nate's not significant enough. It wasn't gonna be the frat boy. Nate. It At the best, to be it was gonna be Connor though. or West, and Connor's not big enough. Connor can be replaced. And obviously Laurel's pregnant. But, and then when they said Laurel's pregnant, I'm like, okay, so obviously she gonna start having, she gonna be sleeping with Wes or or um or Frank. So I was like, whichever one of them live is gonna be the one that she she had a baby or the one that died. That's all I thought. I was like, you know, Shana, you're getting real predictable, girl. <laughs> you're the only person predicting that, Krista. Okay, <laughs> so you can't call her predictable because everybody else was shocked. Just because no. you. It was like way. when I saw that, it was like they said, I saw someone say that she killed a main character. I was like, okay, so I knew West died. I, I figured he died. It wasn't. But to me, they're all main characters. Nah, they not are. Not like West. Not like West, though. West was kind of like. Right. West, he's a big to me, it character. doesn't even make sense. That's like killing um, Meredith from Grey's Anatomy. She is the main, main character. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense. It's like you can't have Grey's like Anatomy Tommy. without Grey. It'd be like killing Tommy on Power. But I said that before. Power is the kind of show where they're not going to kill Tasha. They're not going to well, kill Well, I need to only watch shows where they don't kill the main characters. Because I don't understand how uh, I'm supposed to get I prefer a show where they're going to kill them off the main character because it kind of keeps you on your toes. No, I don't want to be that far on my toes. I'm going to fall over trying to worry about who she's going to kill. <laughs> That's not right. And it's funny because Connor was talking about how he wanted him, he would kill him. And I, I didn't understand Maybe Connor kill, killed him. Shoot, not to set that place on fire. But who can you like break down? So why, uh, why was Connor so mad at Wes, like during that whole thing? Because it was like, why is he mad at Wes? That like, how were they getting brought into the fact that Wes's dad was shot right in front of him? Like, who brought them into that? You know, I don't know. It's like I can't. 
I can't speak on that because I have no idea. I can't remember. I don't, yeah, I don't get why Connor was so mad at him. Like, I don't understand that. Because I was just like, what happened? Like, I need to rewatch the episode. But I know that Wes's dad got killed in the last episode. So I was, of the last season. So I'm like, okay, so obviously whatever he's mad about is in this season. And I just, I don't, I don't know. I think I, I just, did. you know, I saw, I, we, you know, we probably watched it, but it was just like, you know, it wasn't that important. So that makes me think that he might have killed Wes, but you know. I don't think he did. We got, we got till January to figure out. Oh, so it's over? I mean, it's the mid-season finale, so they're off for a month. I, and I said that to you. You said like, it was I the said, finale. That is okay. a year. But I said, isn't this the, I said, isn't this the end, like when they reveal that sheet? And you said, no, it's got 16 episodes. It does still have 16 episodes. You said it's the finale. And I said, no, because it's not. It's the mid-season yeah, but you finale. Made, but you didn't, you, y'all don't think you knew, Therese. Yes, I did you, know. What are you talking about? <laughs> then why didn't you acknowledge that break? Because I said. Probably because I, I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, I think you thought that it was going to run um, right through. No, you thought that it was over. So <laughs> while we talking about who will, thought what? I said that the, Krista, that the show has this eight episodes. Or, and you were like, no, nah, it's got 16. It does. I, D- yes, I know what I said because it does. But you would have specified that it had. Why a didn't break. you specify? Because I didn't know it had a break. I thought it had eight episodes, which it does. It has eight episodes. No. Krista, you're not making sense. How am I not making sense? It, it has, has eight a, episodes. It, what? Eight episodes until the next 13 episodes? It has eight episodes. It had, well, it was nine. It had nine episodes when it had, had, a, had like a kind of like a finale. Mm-hmm. And then it comes back in January. Mid-season finale. Mid-season. You said finale, which means the end of the end. Oh my god, I'm done. Okay, I'm glad you're done. <laughs> my last my last thing before we move into your stuff is there's a documentary on Netflix called 13th. I've heard about that. Y'all should watch it. All of you. <laughs> I watched it recently. Good. It's kind of, you know, it's about like I don't know, it starts off about a loophole in the 13th Amendment and it talks about the criminalization of black people. So, you know, I was watching it low-key getting angry. <laughs> but it's, it was definitely good. It was really informative and very interesting. So, you guys should watch it. I love a good documentary. Mm. 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 I need to watch that. Somebody else told me they watched it. So, I'll watch it. Yeah. Eventually. All right. I'm finished. Good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm you're joking. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I know. Um, go, go ahead. Okay. I have two questions. They're kind of serious this week. Oh, God, Krista. Come on. Um, <laughs> okay. So, I was talking to my friends, right? And some of my friends were saying that they don't want to have kids at all. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I've always wanted to have kids. So I never even considered the idea of getting my tubes tied, like, in my 20s, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't get my tubes tied after I had, like, a, a, the amount of kids I want. What, 20? So they were saying um, that, what were they saying? They were saying that when they, that people, a, doc, a lot of doctors won't tie your tubes unless you've had a couple kids. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to, like, discuss that with you because that sounds crazy to me. Um... Like, legitimately crazy. Okay, so, I feel like, I mean, a doctor doesn't have to do anything. They don't, what? okay? <laughs> I I understand that people can make choices of, I don't want to have kids. 
But I feel like me personally, as a doctor, that probably would be a choice that I would, you know, that's, that's the, the route that I would take. I don't, I mean, not until you had a couple kids. I mean, maybe actually more I think about it. Yes. Because to me, it's like, if you're 25 and you come in here, don't have any kids and you, you're trying to tell me that, you know, that you don't want to have kids, you know, I believe you, I guess I do, but it's like, you know, your mind could really change and there's not going to be, you know, who you wants to get do your that? Tubes untied. I know, but it's like, what are we having a surgery for? Hey, girl, you know, just wait. So let me get deep with it real quick. Because I always kind of wondered why women would be like, I'm, I love the women reproductive system and I respect being a woman. You know, like, I'm all here for that, sure. Who says that? But I never really understood it, why it was such a big deal to I women. never heard that before. I've heard people be like, I, I'm here for the re- woman's reproductive organs and I, and I believe, and you know, like, I, I support being a woman in your choices. And I always just thought that, that fell back on abortion. I didn't really, or maybe having access to birth control, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was other stuff to it. And I feel like that's something that people are talking about because you need to make some laws where a doctor can't do that. That's ridiculous. I, if I'm 25 and I want to have my tubes tied, I should be getting my tubes tied, especially if it's something that I can have untied. I don't understand that. Like that don't even make sense. And it, and it low key kind of shocked me. Cause you know, I literally, I've always wanted kids. Like since I was a kid, I wanted kids. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even think about the fact of getting my tubes tied. But when someone brought it to my attention that like they actually cannot get their tubes tied, that's crazy. Like what? I mean, okay. So this is what I'm going to say. <laughs> First <laughs> off, getting your tubes tied is not, you know, you know, it's not like you can't still have kids. People have had kids and had their tubes tied before. So, it's like, lucky, it's preventative, but actually it might not be, you know, as preventative as you would think. People get on birth control and have babies, but it don't mean I'm not going to get on birth control if you don't, if you need it. Like, what? No. And, like I was going to (laughs) say, I don't believe that there's no doctor anywhere that won't give a 25-year-old, you know, tie her tubes you just gotta find them you can't expect for every doctor to do exactly what you want to do some doctors don't do plastic surgery on people who have you know had seven plastic you know have done plastic surgery seven times but there's a reason to that i feel like there's i don't understand reason to, if it's like that, a health risk or if you had an abortion or something like where it's like that could genuinely hurt your body but like you just not giving it to me because you think i'm gonna change my mind like i don't know about that that really makes me think about a man who would be like, I, th- I don't know. That makes me think that that's a very Republican type of rule there. That's exactly what I think. Because, well, you know nah. what, Krista? Put some, put some laws in motion, okay? That makes me think. And like, you know, because Therese, you know, I decided to be celibate going on oh, really? word, like, no, nine months. <laughs> where joking. I was like, I'm about to really try and be celibate. Now, uh-huh. I shouldn't say try. Like, I'm working on it, y'all. But I told myself I want to be celibate. So mm-hmm. I remember when I saw a, doc, a gynecologist and she was for real trying to make me go on a pit on some type of birth control. And I was like, nah, girl, I'm good. Like, I was like, nah, I'm okay. Nah, she was like, I'm you good. should really consider getting, I don't, it's the one that you put underneath your arm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, you know, I don't know. I'm okay. If I'm, I'm sure, celibate. I would still recommend that. I, I literally was like, I'm celibate. I think I might have said celibate. And she was just like, girl, I hear that all the time. I thought right. like he thought that. And to me, that's what a doctor really is. It's like, I hear that all the time, but people wind up pregnant next week. Now, <laughs> Girl, take this birth control and get out of here. <laughs> it's like, and I'm doing like, this for your benefit, too. Don't, but it it's not like, like it's, I'm not minute, benefiting from this. 
Of course. The first time I say, no, I'm okay. You know, you tell me about him. You know, let me know. Really go into detail. But after I say that, leave me alone. She was like, well, no, I want you to consider it. Like, I've gone on a Nuva ring. I've been on a Nuva ring since I was 18 years old. It just really works well for me. She's like, that one also is great. Here, take this paper, okay? Don't leave without this paper. It's like, girl, leave me alone. I told you <laughs> what I'm not doing. I mean, yeah, she shouldn't like. So she's being annoying now. Yeah. You're putting your own personal opinion into it now. Now, of course, if a twenty if a twenty three year old woman walks into the office, and I want to get my tubes tied. Of course, if I'm a doctor, I'm gonna be like, "Are you sure?" And they'll be like, "Yes." And I'll be like, "Well, let me tell you about the health. Let, tell me about what that means. You know, I'm gonna go into detail." Now, if they come back and they like, I still want to do it. I'm like, "Okay, you've gone over everything." Yes, I have. I'll be like, "You're hundred percent sure." Yes. All right, let's get the surgery popping. You know, it ain't no point. In- <laughs> I don't. To me, that's not. I don't know. That's like you know. I was gonna make an analogy, but I feel like it's an extreme version of what I'm trying to say. I it's like you know, telling nineteen year olds or twenty two year olds not to drive when they're tipsy. It's like you tell them, and they feel like they're good, and they drive anyway. It's like you know, yeah, I might be okay, but I might also die. So you. <laughs> so- she, you know, you might be okay the... with this and you might be 45, never want to have kids, but you might be 26 and, you know, you can't, you know, you try to get your tubes untied and it ruins your whole, you know, whatever <laughs> makes the children down there. But I think, I feel like maybe they could make it 25, but I feel like I shouldn't have to not have kids for me to get that, for me to have to bounce around from doctor to doctor. I feel like a good internet it. search, you could go to one doctor. Don't act, people act like you know something's supposed to be that easy or that difficult. You could nah. really be like doctors that will tie your tubes at twenty five, and I bet money you'll find one. <laughs> so don't act like but you know just like because you your doctor ain't doing it. Don't mean I think it's really good, and it's like I would go to her, but she won't tie my tubes. That's really annoying. It's well, like but you'll tie, but you'll tie the thirty seven year old tubes who has three kids and she says she's done i don't understand and it's like this is coming from somebody who can't wait to have some kids but it's like leave me alone like you know that's really bold to not give me a surgery Mm -hmm. i feel i don't know that kind of turned me up i was kind of surprised i just had no idea that they did that And and it really does make me think of some republicans it makes me think about some men being like some white men no 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 Double check that because they need to have kids. I see that. Like, I see But it's not about you need to have kids. I feel like you need to have time, if not years, to really mull over the decision. I just remember, like, honestly, before I went to college, like, I had met, when I was in high school, most of the people who I was friends with were like, oh, I can't wait to get married and have kids. Like, that's how most of us thought. Uh But when I got to college, I met a lot of girls who were just like, I don't want kids. You know, and they were for real. And I feel like there are. I don't know too many people like that. Oh, I've met a lot of girls who say that. I know a lot of people who say that kind of stuff. But I feel like as you get older, I do think, yeah, some people might change their mind. But it's not like you're doing something super drastic. I just think if someone is willing to perform an abortion, then you should be willing to tie my tubes. Like, I feel like I really believe that because, like, an abortion and not, that's But permanent. I feel like, are those the same type of doctors? I feel like for somebody who's they doing an abortion doctors, can't really but tie it's like, if you, But if, how are you going to tell an 18-year-old that you can give her an abortion, but you're not going to tie her tubes? And 18 is too young to tie some tubes. I feel like that seems dangerous anyway. But, like, but it's it, probably not. And what makes her any less well, wise than the 26-year-old? You know what? You're right. Because it's, it's not like she, it's permanent. So if you're going to... Abort so really, baby. is that what we're saying? That you want eighteen-year-olds to be able to tie their tubes? I don't I'm agree with that at all. I'm saying that if you're gonna abort a baby, 
if if a doctor is allowed to do that and they're not like, are you sure you don't want to keep this baby? I think I feel like they ask them that. <laughs> they do, but it's like they ab- they abort the baby. That's what it is. Every place don't do that. I I was watching something on the on the news and it's like this place that said that they did that, like they did okay, abortions and they would get those girls in there and they would like. Okay, and you need to sue them. Yeah. I mean, I don't, so, I don't agree with so abortion, sad. but at the same time, I feel like they need to sue them. They, right. Don't bring me up in here. That's not what I came here for. So, <laughs> you know what? This is not why I visited your establishment for right. all this extra. Okay, it's like don't publish if you if you against abortion, and that's fine. I'll publicize that, but don't lie. Tell me that you do uh-huh. um, support. I mean, that you will do give me an abortion. I come in here getting one to get my abortion, and then y'all have the audacity to not <laughs> give it to what? The That's audacity crazy. to take me through to put me sit me down in a lecture format? No, um, no. I feel like that's. Cr- I just feel like it's really interesting that, like, at 18 years old, I mean, there are people who won't give somebody plastic surgery, but I think there's a. I, that's just interesting that, like, plastic surgery and abortions, those things are very permanent. You're like, right. versus, I can get my tubes untied. So, what is the problem here? If I'm, I feel like, like if I was know, 24 you can, years you can get old, get other and I stuff undone. But it might not be safe to get it undone. I don't think it's that unsafe, Tareen. <laughs> but, you know, 18-year-olds, you know, it's unsafe for them to do stuff. Like, their bodies are that much different from a 23-year-old. They are different. How much different? You're not 12? <laughs> yep, my internal body and an 18-year-old's internal body about the same. I didn't probably have some years on it, but that's about it. I don't know. I don't know, bruh. It just, that just don't be sitting with me well. Because I, I just, I don't know. I mean, if you want to get your tube tied when you're 25, you know, live your life and find you a doctor who will do it. That's funny. But I feel like I shouldn't have to be searching up and down to find you a won't. doctor. You won't. One, one search and you'll find them. <laughs> <laughs> but what if, it, that's just, I just feel like that's really interesting that you gotta, you gotta do a lot to get to it. Like it's versus, a big decision. You should have. But to if do I'm 37, Therese, I can Google um, doctors that do tube size. I can go to the first one. You what? probably just go to the hospital next to the time off in there. <laughs> <laughs> but at 24, but if we want to get one, we can't. That's really messed up. You know, I I don't know how I would feel about a doctor who, if I walked in, was like, I want to tie my tubes, and they were like, okay, I'll get the paperwork out. I don't. I wouldn't want to go to you. You don't care about me. <laughs> No. Well, yeah, you need to go to a doctor who says, "Are you sure?" I think they, they tell I, you the they tell you what can happen with you not having your tubes tied, and then and if you still agree, then they're like, "Okay, I'll tie your tubes." I respect the doctor who make me wait a couple a month or so. I could see a month. Don't have me waiting more than that. That's crazy. Okay, I want you to think about this for a month, and we'll have a, a consultation. <laughs> I, I like that. a consultation, and then two weeks later, I get my surgery. I can deal with that. Oh gosh, two weeks are so quick. <laughs> It's not like you need a heart transplant out here. <laughs> but, um, okay, so next question. Mm-hmm. The next question is, originally I was going to talk about celibacy, but I decided to change it because um, Insecure popped a question in my mind. <sighs> okay, Therese, so if there's a dude, right, uh-huh. and he tells you that he used, that he messed with a man one time, sexually, like he sexually messed with a man, Christy, is he gay? Christy, please don't put my views out here on the street, okay? I don't know what you think. I mean, I don't want to call him gay. That sounds strong. <laughs> but, you know. He had one sexual experience with a man. Is he gay? I don't. I can't. I mean, if you honestly, if you think he is, I think that most, uh, I'm going to say 70% of America would agree with okay, you. Okay, so it's like I don't 100%. 
I mean, I'm not going to say that he's gay. He's probably bi, but it's like, I don't know. I was saying, are you asking if I would continue this relationship? <laughs> or are you just asking that if I think That is what happened gay? on the show. It was like she was dating a guy and she was like, he was like, tell me the craziest thing you've done. And then she was like, I kissed a girl when I was a sophomore. And he was like, what? she was like, what about you? And then he goes, I mean, it went down with a dude one time. And I realized See? that wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's, that's not where we equally say the same thing. <laughs> When a girl says that, and then I don't—I would never expect for a dude to be like, "Yeah, me too," and keep going. That's that's very different. <laughs> it's not different, which is a double standard, but it—it it really it is sounds a double standard, different. Therese. Don't be ignorant. I'm, I'm not. Kidding. I just corrected myself while you trying to talk about me. <laughs> but I honestly, I think most people think that. But I you think, don't think that is that—is that what you're saying? I don't. I don't because I—I feel like I don't think that's that means he's gay. I think if he had messed with that one guy back and forth and it had had a little something going it wasn't just one time then I might consider him bisexual but I feel like if he just was like that one time it just but what got you through that one time huh I said what got you through that one time that's not attraction (laughs) it's like you were definitely attracted to this dude yeah but I feel like girls can kiss a girl and think that like I I feel like there's girls he said he went down so I'm assuming y'all didn't (laughs) did more than that yeah they had sex so, so you can't that's just not like oh I'm, I'm kissing somebody but I feel like you can have sex with an, a person who you're not attracted to you can but I feel like to step that I, far out of your comfort zone you gotta be feeling <laughs> something about them I don't believe that you just you know I mean I feel like a, and then she stopped dating him because she was like I just can't do this but it would so take me a lot I would have to really like you I don't I think it would depend on how he brought it to me like if because he just said it like they were just talking and he was uh-huh. like I mean it would have caught me all the way off guard and I would have been like way. oh my god wow like, but then really? I would have thought about it and I would have been like he literally just told me about it it was now if uh-huh. I was dating him and then the dude that randomly hooked up with him one time like that now that would shock me because it sounds like you're like, keeping it a secret like you yeah don't want and to know. that might make me think that he genuinely is gay or and like at least bisexual uh-huh. but like if he just said it one time and he was like I mean I wasn't really into it like that I, I was good after that I I could see I don't think he's gay I don't I, I think he's at the most vicarious and I feel like that might even be a stretch because if he did it one time and it was years ago and you have never had an urge to do that ever again I don't know I but don't I think feel that like that's, that's, you were curious you you figured it out and here we are <laughs> I mean I feel like you I think because I remember like when I was little I was probably like 15 or something and someone was like would you date a bisexual man and I was like yeah I would and my mom thought that was really strange. And mm-hmm. she was like, why? And I was like, well, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> if he's okay. Like, I don't think that, that that doesn't really bother me. As long as he's okay with monogamy. Because, you know, some people, they want to have, like, a man and a woman. That's too much. What is but, that? Like, if he, po- like, at the same time? Yeah, some, like, that's what is crazy. That? Polyamory but if it's polyamory or something? Polyamorous. Yeah. But like if that's okay, I mean that's I guess if that works for you, sure. But like for me, no. But if he was a he's just <laughs> if like, that you know, works I, for you, I guess. But me, never. No, absolutely not. Like you have a legitimate boyfriend and you date me, no. But it's <laughs> that like just sounds you, really funny. You call me, I can that would be so funny. Call me up, be like, uh, yeah, Johnny's with his his man right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works, and you know, 
Yeah, I feel like some of them y'all could act. Some polyamorous relationships are like, I'm with him, then I go with her. And some are like, we all date together. Mm-hmm. So I think it just depends on the couple. I saw that on True Life. Yeah, I saw that too. But I feel like, I don't know. I, I don't. I, that's not my preference. Of course, I wouldn't want to date somebody who was legitimately bisexual. But at the same time, I mean, I would. If he told me he was bisexual, that wouldn't really bother me. Because I feel like he's being honest. Mm-hmm. That was a, I don't know, like on the show, you know, all those women were like, no, nah, you got to let him go. He, you, he got to go. Like, it was funny because I feel like a lot of people think like that. If we if we were just met and I found out, I probably wouldn't talk to you. You wouldn't? See, I would. That sounds I so think mean, it, it, That needs to come out really early. No. Yes. If I met you and you told me the same day, I probably would just let that go. But if we had been talking for a while, and oh, not no. like years, but you know, we had been talking for a couple months and you no. told me... I, I might be able to, you know, I probably. You over there like ah. I'm thinking about it. I mean, I I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't just stop talking to you. That's what I'll say. I would need that to come out in the first month. Otherwise, I would stop talking to you because I would think that you're gay. Because it's no, like, really? why is it coming out so late? Like you trying to hide something. I mean, if I it is like what it is, it's happening at one time, and you really don't care. You just tell. But I feel like it's still something big that you tell people. <laughs> I guess I wouldn't think it was that big. That would sound like, big to me. Shoot. What? Because <laughs> it's not something I would ever expect. So no matter how you, you throw it at me, I'm going to be surprised. Because <laughs> he said it went down. And he was like, right. It, it went down. Sounds. <laughs> right. If you just kissed a dude, I think I, I could get past that. That just seems so weird. It like. <laughs> It really does. <laughs> it's just that's just so different. But I don't think I don't think that makes you gay. Yeah. Like necessarily. Just like I don't think you kissing a, a man makes you straight. Yeah, that's like, true. Like if a woman is gay and she says she used to mess with a man, I don't think that necessarily means she's gay straight at all. Yeah. So I think it just depends on the person. I think it depends on how they bring it to you. Mm-hmm. Because he just said it so chill in the episode. It kind of was like, what? What did he just say? Right. Huh? <laughs> Maybe I didn't catch that. Yeah, because that kind of would... That's not something you just tell someone. I feel like he just said it in conversation like it was no big deal. But yeah. I feel like that That's probably how it's would... supposed to be, though. That's like, you know, my last yeah. girlfriend. You know, it should it should be that simple. But it's not. No. That should be... I think it should be, like, something that you, you kind of have to tell them, like... Yeah, I mean, I did want to let you know, you know, I dated a, I dated a man. I feel like, you know, that's that's not something you just need to slip out and let it be like, oh, whatever. But you oh, need yeah, to tell me that Oh, yeah, I dated a man early. when we were back in college. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you did what? I'm sorry. But he didn't, he didn't say he dated a man. He yeah, I was like, that sounds different, too. Yeah, dated is different. Dated may think that you might be bisexual. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I thought that was a funny question. Because it was, he was like, I'm about to, what did you say? I'm about to have my views out here. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, I think most people agree with you. Even people who don't want to agree with you, they're like, oh, my God, I wish I didn't think he was gay, but he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Frank Ocean. People love to call that man gay. And it's like mm-hmm. he said he's bisexual. Yeah. That's so true. it's like, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I made a whole face like you said. Oh, like my eyes, I rolled my eyes and everything. Because you're like, because he's gay. I'm not saying he's gay. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But you think he's I don't gay. know Frank Ocean personally. <laughs> I don't. I just. But if you know, he had to pick, even those, gay. I don't know. It's like when I listen to his songs, it seems like he puts more emphasis on the dude 
then I, you know, he'll, I've heard him say she or her. So oh, I baby. feel like the dude meant more to him, which makes me I think, think he yeah. is, is more bi than he is straight. But you know, it's supposed to be straight. fluid. So, you know, whatever. Live your life. I don't care. Mm. There's something about that church today. Interesting. I won't get into that right now. Okay. Um, okay. So my article. Oh, I think wait. Before article... your article, I got to say something. What? Um, guys, if you want to send us some questions oh, or yeah. some, some topics you want us to touch on. Topics. Don't send us questions. Send us topics. Yeah, okay. No questions. <laughs> no questions. They're not allowed. Things on how we feel. Viewpoints. Yeah, you want some viewpoints on how we feel? Right. Send them to us at 20somethingandliving at gmail.com. Twenty something. I mean, twenty is like the, the numbers. I'll let the number something. A N D. Living at gmail.com. Yes. Yep. Email us, and then we'll we'll probably talk about them. <laughs> yes. Okay. So can I can I go into my article now? I guess. Okay. Feel free. <laughs> Okay, so my article is an article that I found a while ago, and I just thought it was really good because I feel like it relates to both of us, right? Um, differently or the, the same? And, and differently a little bit because, I mean, I feel like just looking like my how my family was with how they educated us versus your family, I think is different. But um, the, it's okay. It says it's an article by the Huffington Post, and the title is called Why Choosing the Right School for My Black Children Makes Me So Sad. Hmm. Now, I'm going to try and read this as much as I can, but um, I am sad. I am sad because I, com- I committed swimsuit sabotage today, devouring a shameful amount of fast food for lunch. I'm sad because I can't piece together the entire formation concert via Instagram, and I have lost irreplaceable solitary bathroom time trying to do so, trying to do so. And I am sad because I suffer from major FOMO. It is costing me since I keep prolonging getting rid of our cable but what I'm really truly repeatedly sad about is school I generally I'm generally a pretty positive person drawing on faith and forced optimism from the depths of me being from those for those challenging Calgon moments but the mama bear in me is especially sensitive to matters affecting her cubs and this school thing is one that I just can't go away they just can't go away you see Recently, there was a number of reports about schools and homes and race and how the, the three correlates disproportionately affect my children, my intelligent, creative, fun-loving African-American children. The report speaks to a long suspected but suspected but increasingly undeniable link between the three. The three being... Okay. The three... The, okay, let me just continue reading. In simplest form, students at schools with a large number of African-Americans and towns with a large number of African-Americans generally perform worse than their white peers, a trend not limited to the economically disadvantaged or undereducated. Home values in these towns and areas are valued considerably less than similar homes in similar white neighborhoods, even in middle-class neighborhoods filled with working professionals. In a quest to give our children the best possible education, my husband and I engage in an unending cycle of question and answer, resolve and despair around these topics. Do we stay in our happy home in a safe, happy neighborhood, in our town, with schools full of black and brown children from all backgrounds, but generally plagued by poor test scores. After all, we're both educated and professionals, and we've both witnessed 
and heard the success stories of children whose parents become fixtures in the schools to ensure their children receive the best education. What's more, we like the fact that our children are in a diverse, real-world environment where they're not peppered with seeds of self-doubt because they're, dread- they're the dreaded only ones. And most important, our children are doing well, thriving in many ways and stretching the limits of the test curve. Okay, then I want to read this. I'm kind of reading a lot, but then there's the other option. Do we put a fourth cell sign in our yard with this with the goal of upgrading to one of the highest scoring districts in our area? The neighboring ones I both admire and feel for their excellence and their homogeneity. These schools and towns are branded such that an affiliation with them is met with approval and admiration. And students are presumed academically rich and competitive. We want the best for our children, and on any given day, consider that these seeming benefits are worth the move or better yet, demand it. So there's some more. It's actually kind of long. But I thought that was very, very good. And it almost makes me think the girl who wrote this could be from St. Louis. Not that a lot of cities aren't like St. Louis, but mm-hmm. it really reminds me of St. Louis. Because it's like, I mean, it's like when you have kids, it's like, where do you send them to school? Right. Do, you, do you send them to the school that's in the middle-class black neighborhood that you might have raised them in, but the test scores aren't as good. Or do you send them to the private white school where they're gonna have, where they're not gonna see a lot of them there? Or do you move and send them to the private black white school that's known for having high test scores like the private white school, but at the same time you're still taking away from the fact that there's no black kids. There. It's like, it's so sad because it's like there's nowhere to send them, right. and I think that is so sad. It's like there's such few schools. And it's like when a for a white person, I don't mean I, I have I don't mind I don't have no problem with white people, but it's like people have to acknowledge this privilege. For a white person, you don't have a problem where to send your kid unless you don't have money. It's like, and even if you had don't have money, you can low key find you an address and send your kid to that school. It's right. like, and they're gonna fit in. They might feel a little broke, but on t- we we have so many more issues. We send our black kids to these white schools. They're black. They're the only ones there. People treat them differently. They might not have as much money, so they're treated differently for that. And they probably drive as far as people talking about them for that too. And it's like they 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 starting to kind of have these internal issues with their blackness. And I feel like there's just so many issues. And it's like, oh, well, do I send it to the black school and then just try and you know keep them in tutoring or something? It's like we cannot win. And I thought this article was really good because you know, Therese, me and you both went to private school, and I feel yeah, like as I got fair. older. I feel like as I got older, though, people would act like that was a bad thing. People would say to my face, I'm not sending my kids to no private school. Mm -hmm. I've said that before. But they said it in like that, I wish. You get that same education from a a public school. And it's just like, there's just no way to win. But I feel like if I honestly think that if the test scores in my neighborhood were better, my mom would have sent me to that school. Like, she would have. But she was like, I want them to go to a better school. So... I'm going to send them somewhere else. And I, I just don't like that. It's just like, it's just so sad. And people think that it's just like inner city issues, but it's not because we didn't grow up in the inner city. But it's like the same, okay, like St. Charles, Missouri is low-key the same housing market as where we grew up in like Hazelwood, Florissant, Missouri. If you really go check out the prices of them houses, they about the same price. It's not, people who think, you, used you know, to say I'm, that. I'm, I'm low <laughs> Because I'm not my bulky talking about people. People used to uh, move across Charles, the bridge and think they Missouri. was really doing something. Anybody listening from St. Louis and you think because your little family didn't move out to St. Charles, y'all don't have no more money than people living in North County. That's just what it but is. But they think that like, they do. You think you do, but you don't. 
if you really look at the price of those houses, it was a time when those houses were cheaper. Yeah, I remember. And I remember yeah, and I remember my mom Loki should have moved out there. My mom was thinking about moving, too. <laughs> we went to look at houses <laughs> get a out big there. old house out there. <laughs> but it's like, those houses are the same. But if you look at the school districts, their school districts are way better. So it's like, there's an internal issue in the black community that we need to work on. But it's also, it's just such a sad decision in the moment when you're trying to figure out what to do. Because there's just, there's just no right way. It's like, oh, send them to a white school. We can supplement at home. I don't want to supplement at home. They still got to go to that white school tomorrow. And I felt like I had a lot of inner turmoil because I went to that white school for so long. Uh-huh. It was like I was, I went to a black grade school growing up. And <laughs> when you, well, I'm I was, sorry. When you said I went I to a black, nine. I chose my eyes were very alert because I was like, when, when, where did you go that was black? But that's right. You did. But yeah, before I merged to the school that you came to later, my school was predominantly black and it was refreshing. But and it was nice. And then I went to a school that was almost all white, and it would be little comments where people would just, you know, it was just understood. Like they could still like you, but you were different. Yeah. Like it, that's just what it was, and you wanted to hide your blackness, and I didn't like that. And then you have other kids who stay in those schools that are. It's just like everyone has these issues, and it's just like where do you really put your kids? And it's just, it's so sad. Then you send them to the, you can send them to the, the school that's in the neighborhood. And then you send them there, and then it's like, well, they, they're not going to have as good an education as they could for the same value as, like, an area in, like, St. Charles, Missouri right. could be. And it's just, it just makes me so upset. And I remember, like, we've talked about, like, where would you send your kid? Yeah, I really did. don't know. I don't know. I remember I was talking to this one guy, and he was saying that he would send his kids to, like, a, um, a black private school. But where is that? Cardinal Ritter? I'm yeah, there's one in St. Louis like that. But he was, he's from Florida, but he was saying like he would send his kids to a black private school, which I could see, but then it's like, but then it's like, that's not really the world either. The world yeah. isn't 100% it's black. It's like, I, in, you know, if, there, if it was a perfect world, I would want to send my kids to a very diverse, nice, with the, the, the diversity of a, a public school that's not in the hood. <laughs> but, you know, I, I want those private school test scores right but it's like where am i gonna get that i mean <laughs> i i feel like Other you can get, i feel like you can get that but i don't think you can get like it in the midwest yeah california yeah i move out to california i can find a school to take my kids <laughs> to but we ain't moving to california it's just not gonna happen i don't want to be out there right it's really far so <laughs> right my mom lives here <laughs> but it's like you know I just, I wish they, there needs to be more schools like that, but it just sounds like a hard thing to do. You have to have a, you know, a community with these diverse people that it's just, I know I don't see in St. Louis. Right. And then there might be that one school in, and I don't, living in Cleveland, like it's the same way. There might be that, that one or two schools where it's like right now it's pretty diverse, but you can kind of see it turning white or it's turning black. It's like, or it's turning Hispanic. Like there's no, like, it really is just like this type of school. It's like, that's where, like where I live in St. Louis, like that area has gotten more black since we moved there. My, (laughs) my neighborhood too. (laughs) When I first moved here, I just remember my mom and dad would talk about it all the time. They would be like, you know, our neighbors used to be all white. That's just what it was. And they didn't talk to us. Mm, and now crazy. I have one set of white neighbors. They live behind <laughs> me. And they've lived there since I got there. 
but everybody else has moved out and black people have mm-hmm. moved in. Mm-hmm. And the black people are nice. You know, it's not like, you know, anything. But it, it's just really funny how much the neighborhood can change and, you know. Like 10 years. Ten, you know, yeah, 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Changes a lot. Even like the grade school that we went to, I feel like that grade school probably doesn't have a lot of kids in it anymore because school all probably gonna change. I mean, little white close. kids. <laughs> Just like my old grade school. You know how sad I was when that school closed. Yeah, sad they're day. all closing. Like mine closed. Mine closed because they never made anybody pay tuition. It's like it seemed like my mom was the only people ever paying tuition out here. They was giving <laughs> away free tuition. Well, that's what's up. I guess. Not really, because then once the school closed, ain't nobody got nobody has any place to go. We had to go to your school where tuition was due on the first, and y'all better not play with us. Right, and that's why they still open. Right, <laughs> <laughs> they made sure they got their money, and you know I see right. the principal from there a lot. That's just a side note for you. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you who the principal was. Mister Moore, I think that's his name. Oh, he said the principal. Oh, oh I don't know. I'm just saying he was the principal while we were there. Um, I see him at over by my house a lot. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I don't know. This article made me sad, though. Because it was like, the beginning was so extra. Because I was reading this, like, as I was reading, I was like, is this the right article? Yeah. When you started reading about, you know, she mad about formation or whatever, I was like, I don't know what this is about. I know. And then I got to the bottom. I'm like, okay. It's just sad. She said, should we put up a for sale sign? And it's just like, there's just, there's no place that's good. Because that's like, that makes me think about one of my friends. She lives in, like, an area in St. Louis that's very white. Very, like, nice area. Uh-huh. Good schools. And I remember we were out there. We drove past this couple. And they were like, you guys need some help? And I was like, oh, no, we're okay. And I thought they were so nice. And then I realized, like, they were asking us, do we need some help? Because they didn't think that we lived in here. Because it, it was in her neighborhood. Yeah. And, yeah, do you need and, some help? Are you lost? I'm sure you are. Well, where are y'all <laughs> trying to go? That's not here. And that happened in Frontenac when, you know, me and Casey were there. Mm-hmm. And I remember someone was like, do you guys need directions? Or something like that. And you it was like little is. stuff. We at the Frontenac. Really... Don't act like we in Beverly Hills out here, okay? I feel like Frontenac is Beverly Hills. The Beverly Hills of St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> which is, that's a down, down grade, okay? Oh, Therese, why you talking St. Louis? I'm just saying, don't act like what you not. I love St. Louis, but I love you for don't what you are. Don't act like what you not. Ooh, I like that. But... <laughs> That sound real ghetto too. It did. Don't act like what you not. Know yourself. Really? Know yourself. <laughs> Either way though, it's just sad because it's like if you move out there and then you go to those really good schools, it's like, but then on the weekends and at night, your day-to-day life is like people talking to you like that. Right. At not night, you don't live like out that. here. Right. It's like people talk to you like you're not one of us. They kind of are kind of separate from you. You feel like you don't feel black. I mean, I love going to grocery stores where we're from and it's like most not, not everyone's black but it's like I feel like there's black people you know you you kind of assimilate to who you know and who you are so it's like I want to be, be live in an area that where my kids can see some black kids you know yeah. that really can mess with your psyche when you don't never see no black kids mm-hmm. you start to think that you're weird so I, w- I wouldn't want to raise my kids in an like area where there, there can be two sides to that because you know when I was in grade school I didn't really feel like I was weird but mm-hmm. I did not know that many black people and I didn't know you know at my house we might have listened to you know we listened to black music but it was like that was not what I wanted to do it was low-key like I guess <laughs> not that I was weird because I didn't associate myself even with that it was more of that music I listened to is kind of weird I only have white friends I only listen to white music I only do you know white white girl things 
That's so crazy, and it felt normal to you. And yeah, it was it was normal life. And see, me, I came from. I'm black. I love my blackness, and uh-huh. I go to the school where all these little white kids are starting to make me think like I'm a little too black. And they ask me how I do dance moves, making fun of me because I don't wash my That's hair just every day. The, uh, it's please. like little stuff like that, and it's like I mean, I really wasn't picked on, but it was just right. like comments would be made where it's like that, I know that I'm not like you, yeah. and it was like I kind of want to be like you, but now I feel like I was raised to where I wasn't like you, so now it's kind of hard to switch over and be like you. Right, it's you hard know? to so change it was, myself to be like you. Right, because now I, I like who I am now, but you don't like it so, and I'm like a, a legitimate middle schooler, and it's uncomfortable. Right, for you want to be like everybody else. Yeah, it, it's just I just don't I just don't like that, and it's just hard to it's hard to I enjoy when my mom would take me to church and we would go to like you know like um summer camp. They were black, and it's not yeah. like everything has to be fully black. But I like being around black people. I always have. My parents always said that about me, which is kind of funny. But like. <laughs> But I just, I enjoy being around black people. And I feel like it's a shame that, like, either the alternative, if you don't want to send your kid to a private school, um, you have to either send them to a school with lower test scores or you have to move and put them in an area where they're they're going to have that, like, cultural air issue. Yeah. Like, it's just sad. I mean, hopefully in the next... Where, Therese? <laughs> when Trump just got voted That's, president... You know what? And Missouri voted red... Like for That's real, not new. Missouri is if you been red since before we was born. It was born, only okay? St. Louis, Columbia, Missouri, and Kansas City that was blue. Like every other area was red. Yeah, where the black people are, it was blue. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Out in, the, in um, rural Missouri, I know. it was red because that's what yes. I was about to say. Something rude. Let me let me not. <laughs> let me leave those Trump supporters alone. Okay, we don't want yeah. them to feel you know like Kanye be feeling out here. Like we trying to. I saw this this thing and it said it was like not every Trump supporter is racist. That's what they got told me. Every Trump supporter decided that race that racism was not a deciding factor. And I was like, that's, that's very good. Because my coworkers literally said that, like they voted for Trump, and he was saying like, I mean, Trump's just, he's an older man, right? Uh-huh. Like he's been famous. Like he's had women. Can you imagine like the things that would be said if you had all that money about women? He's like, it's things about us that would be said. We would we we would get fired for, or we couldn't. Are you, you proud of yourself? There's yeah, nothing he, that I I've mean, said he was about being real. He was, that I can get fired. He's being hundred percent real. And then he even said, he goes, I mean, you know, and he's a little racist. He's like, that's just kind of how older people are. And he basically was saying like, it's okay. But is so it? it's like, and it was kind of like, so I'm not gonna say every single Trump supporter is a legitimate racist. But every single Trump supporter has some form of privilege for you to not think that that racism is an issue. Right. And it's just crazy. It's just like legitimately crazy. So I don't know. I feel hopefully in the future it changes, but I just don't think it will. I think every single black parent who wants to send their kids somewhere good has to have that conversation. They have to think, where should we send them? Like, yeah. should we try and, you know, uh, what did my sister has said? I think it. Our, it was like, you try and thought trying, about that though. Huh? I said, I think our parents thought about that, though. It's like... I know, and I think we will, too, for our kids. We definitely will. But hopefully, there'll be some... Wherever we decide to have our kids... I think it'll be the same. I, you don't Unless know. You can live, live in, in California. Texas or California. I'm not living in California. You too good for Maybe. California? I have no urge to be in California. I'm not one of those people who are trying to get out there. That's just... There's nothing out there for me. <laughs> if like, I wanted to be I famous, just... I think I would go out there. <laughs> but sure. no. <laughs> 
that would be the only reason if I wanted to be legitimately famous. And not even like, oh, I'm trying to be an actor. Because I feel like yeah, there's a lot of people I, I feel like I want to be a, not a reality, reality star. star. But, you know. Oh, I would go out there and be a reality star. <laughs> if I want to marry somebody famous, be a reality star. Or, or just Atlanta. A reality Atlanta star. might not be a bad place either. Yeah. Probably but you're on a black reality show. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sad, though. It's just really sad that everyone has to have that conversation. I was talking to someone about that. And he was saying, like, I think you can, like, what is, is it cultivate? It's like you can... You can like fill in on the blackness at home and send them to a good school that's white, but it's but you can't. You can't like a, like you really want to because they still go to that white school. It's just, yeah. It sounds like do you have enough time? Which it's not. It's even like time. It, they they're gonna spend age. eight hours a day with those white kids. <laughs> and it sounds bad when I say it like that, but it's just like you know they're spending eight hours a day with people who aren't like them. And those kids can low-key beat that into you. Not like, you know, physically, but it's like you, you see enough people doing the same thing and you're not like them. Yeah, that can definitely affect like you. Them. And even when your mom, you, you come to... home and on the ride home, your mom is telling you about, you know... Malcolm. What, yeah, whatever she's talking about. Martin Luther King and, you know... You're not trying to hear that at 11, 12, 13 right. years old. It's like, Mom, okay. But she could also just be telling you, oh, your, your natural hair looks great. Oh, yeah, you know, blah, you know, just... Talking about I think it depends on the kid. Because that wouldn't have person. stuck with me. My hair could have been on fleek with a beautiful natural twist out. And at 12 years old, I wouldn't have thought it was beautiful no matter what. I wore because braids. I went to that school like and them. those kids would have thought it was weird. I wore my, I always wore my braids. And, and they thought, like, it, they didn't think it was weird. They just acted like it was strange. Like, oh my God. They always acted like that wow. hair, my hair grew so fast. Oh my God, how do you watch this? And I used to How go, do you do that? Right. It's just like, you know, it hit a point when I don't want it. I want my hair to just be a perned and straight like yours. <laughs> Leave me alone. Like, I wasn't the kid to be like, oh my God, I know. Isn't it cool? It's different, huh? Like, I wish I was like that as a little kid, but I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. Like, I didn't, I didn't like being different. And like the one that people were like, oh, well, Krista though. But I feel like not, not too many 12 and 13 year olds or 11 year olds really liked it. You, you want to fit yeah. in. You don't want to yeah. be different. I think so too. All right. Well, that was a good talk, Therese. <laughs> all right. And then, all right. So the, the Godspiration, Therese. Yes. All right. I'm ready. Are you ready? So can I just say, y'all, I told you, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I found out my aunt and my uncle died this weekend. And I was like, just not having a good weekend. But, um... You know, I went to church this morning. And since I volunteered at the church, I have to go to two services, which is kind of annoying. But it's like, it, it was actually what I really needed. So I went to church and I was just like, get in my life. And it just really got me together. And it helped me just realize, like, God is still good. So I wanted to talk about the difference between happiness and joy. Because in common culture, I feel like people always say, oh, I want to be happy. I just want to look back and be happy. I want to raise some happy kids. Everyone always says happy, but it's like when it comes, like I know that I remember my, um, the pastor that I go see, he all, the, my, let's just say my pastor. I haven't decided if it's officially my church yet, Therese, but we're just going to call it my church. Really? I mean, I can't say my church. Is it like, is it my church? Or my church you is in St. There. Louis. I do. I be, I've probably been at that church more than I've been in the St. Louis church ever. Which is and you've been going there since what? Life? A year. No, since I was like 13. Uh-huh. Well, no, I probably have been to the one in St. Louis more. But I've been to this one more consistently, more than I ever have any church. But so I would say my church, my Cleveland church. I like that better. Um, 
So my Cleveland church, he always says, he goes, people always want to say, you know, God will bring, God will bring you happiness and God will bring you sunshine and God will make everything okay. And he was like, and that's very true. He's like, but the Bible never promised you amazing days every single day. He goes, that's not biblical. Biblically, the Bible, biblically, it says you're going to have trials. You're going to have tribulations. You're going to face things that you shouldn't face things that you shouldn't have to deal with. Yeah. But that's just life. And every single person has that. And I think that people are so caught up on this. Let's just be happy. And they don't really want to have joy. And I think for a long time, I kind of, it was like, I didn't really know the difference, but then it, it was like a point when I kind of just felt the difference. Cause I've been happy. Like I've literally, I've had a time when I'm not in a good season. I might even be depressed. But I might have had a day when everything was just going right. I might have found a $5 bill on the ground. You know, my sale might have closed for no reason. I didn't even do nothing. You know, like my boss complimented my hair. It's like I'm having a good day, you know? Uh-uh. But it's like, I'm not. <laughs> not you and from my sale went through the, you know, my boss complimented my hair. Something petty. Somebody said you look like you lost a little weight. It's like, Bruh, you know, like. That sounds like a good day. But it's like, but you're not joyous. You're just having a happy day. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's like things are just falling in line. So that I feel like the difference is, is like to be joyous. That's an inner feeling versus happy is the external. Like, how are things going for that day? And I think that both are great, but you can't, you can have, you can't have, you can have joy and not be happy. And I feel like people need to understand that. Um, So in James 1 verses 2 through 3, it says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials, of many kind, because you know that the testing of your faith proceed, produces perseverance. So that right there is letting you know, like you're going to have some trials and it's going to produce, it's going to make you better. But I can just say like, I mean, I'm, I haven't, I didn't lose my, someone super close to me, but I mean, my uncle was, I've always known my uncle. And then my grandma, my, my great aunt, that's my grandma's twin. So she was always around. So it did, it did kind of hit close to home, but I can say that since I've been closer to God, like losing somebody in your family, cause it's high key going to be crazy to go home and not have Thanksgiving and not have my, my aunt there. It's going to be kind of shocking, especially since she's my grandma's twin. It's going to be weird to not see her there or them dress the same or something, but uh, it's like legitimately crazy actually. But um, it's like, it's, I think it's easier to deal with a loss knowing that you have joy. Like, because I remember when my grandpa died, I just, I just was so sad. And it was like, I tried to pretend like I was happy because I didn't really, I didn't have joy. I was just like going through the motions, trying to deal with it. And it took me years to get past him dying. And he was important to me. And that just really tore me up. Like, and I feel like, cause I had no joy. Like I just didn't. And I, and I was little, I was like 13 or 14. And I really didn't know I was 14. I didn't know the, um, what joy was, but I feel like now, like if you, when you have joy, it makes things easier to get through. I remember at, at my Cleveland church, he was saying how when people die and he buries a family, he said, you can always tell the families that are saved and joyous versus the families that aren't because he was like, when they're, when they aren't, he's like, they, they just, they're just, their world is over. Like they just can't even understand, you know, like how this happened and why it happened. And they're just like tore up and they can't even deal with it versus the other families are, they're sad, but they have a little more peace. Yeah. It's like when you're joyous, you have peace. And I feel like that's so important. And, 
And I kind of was like, yesterday, I think I kind of let my joy go away. It was funny, Teresa. I went to Whole Foods yesterday. Oh, you did? I, I don't like And there was Whole a lot Foods. of people giving me... You don't like Whole Foods? No, I like Trader Joe's. Um, Whole Foods. Loyalty, Whole Foods. Krista. Come on. Whole Foods is expensive, but I prefer it. But <laughs> okay, I went to Whole Foods, and I just... I felt like I, I just woke up, and I was just like, I'm just not even in the mood for nobody today. Like, I just had nothing for anyone. And I think I let my joy slip me. And it was funny because when I was at the Whole Foods, I remember this lady, she gave me a face. And I was like, what is the matter with you? Like, my face just looked at her like that. Then the cashier was rude, too. And I was like, you know, why everybody in here got an attitude? And then, you know, I left the store and I went home. And I was like, you know, Krista, maybe the person with an attitude is you. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, everybody's reacting to your attitude. everybody was, like, low-key looking at me like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, what's wrong with you? You need to check your face. Like, that's clearly what They probably looking at you like that. Like, why really are you looking mad. at us like this? I didn't look at you no type of way. It was just That's like my face had a stern, sure. mean look. And it was just like I looked at them. And I remember this lady was like, she looked like she was about to cut me. And I was like, I'm in line. And I didn't say <laughs> it like. I'm in I line, like, girl. Girl, move. You better move like, back. And she was like, I know. She was like, I'm just moving because it was people in the, um, walking through. And I was like, what's all the attitude with? Because I feel like norm- on a normal day, that lady wouldn't hit me with that attitude. Because I probably right. would have said it like, oh, I'm in line, ma'am. She would have been like, oh, yeah, I know. Because it's my face would look nicer. But I feel like my face looked like, I have nothing for you. Move out of my way, girl. And I think it was because I just, like, really kind of let my joy slip me. And I just I just forgot to, to keep my peace and just stay in God and know that the trials and tribulations are of our life. You know, like, that is what's going to happen. And just like the scripture says, it produces perseverance. And I feel like I went to church, and that's when I was reminded. And I feel like my mood just changed. Because I was actually worried about recording this podcast. I was like... Shoot, I'm messing around to tell Therese we gonna have to record it later because I ain't gonna be sounded too good. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but I feel like I remember I had to I had to have joy. Like I had to know that these things are meant to happen. It's a part of life that people die, and it, and it's sad, but it is, and it's and it's just like things ups and downs happen. Like it's actually a lot of other stuff going on right now with me, but that's just life. And I feel like I need to keep that and rem- and that keeps me cool and calm and collected because there was another scripture. I think I deleted it. Um, oh, Teresa. Oh, man, my, my, my computer's cutting up. But it was, I, it, you know, I'm looking at it right. It was either James 1 or Philippian 2. I think it was James 1. I thought, yeah. Is that what you talked about earlier? I mean, you know. I just wrote that down in, in the notes. Teresa, yeah. I want to have some stuff in there. Yeah, you said something else. <laughs> and then you said that you meant to put James 1. Oh, was it? It might be. Um, it was talking about. When you, when you are, when you are stressed and when you go back and forth, when you worry, oh, it says when, when you ask, you must believe and know, and, and know, see, this is, this is a different version right here, but it's like, it might be a King James or something. It says, when you, when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. And I thought that was really good. That's actually, what is that? That's James 1 verses 5, by 5 through 6. And that's just talking about like when you, when the person who's at the coffin, when someone dies and they're just really distraught, it's like they're just tore up. They have all this doubt. They're just asking what happened. Like, why did this? I don't understand. It's like, they're like, they're like a wave of the sea. They're blowing and tossed. And they, you know, like they're going to wake up one day and be like, it's going to be okay. You know, she's died. She's gone, but it's okay. And they're going to wake up the next day. I'm going to be toe up. And I feel like that's how I am sometimes. Like you can, Terese, sometimes our conversations, you can tell that I'm legit. Like, 
a wave of the sea. Because some days I'll be like, Therese, I got this. I'll be cool, you know. The next day I'll be, I'll call Therese, I'm really having a rough day. Like, and it's just like, that's how I am. So I have to keep my peace because if I don't keep my peace and my joy, like I'm really going to be struggling. And I think that if you don't have that peace and you don't, and you, and you only know happiness because that's all, you only know those good feelings, you just need to really, really dive into God and you need to just pray and if it requires you to cry, if it requires you to really get on your knees, you find some, some, you Google, um, Google like, um, whatever you're dealing with, um, verses for blah, 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 and it'll come up and you really did delve into those and try and find that peace because it does take time. And I, I don't think I always had it and I'm still not always there. Cause sometimes I just want to be very worldly. I like that word. <laughs> I want to be very worldly and just like, just be mad, you know, yeah. but that's not effective. So it's like I'm actually a better person when I decide to be in God and be peaceful and joyous versus like happy or mad or sad. It's like because the the Bible already guaranteed that you're going to have sadness. So it's like how you deal with it is differently. Yeah, that's all, Therese. I'm done. I mean, (laughs) I thought that was good, though. Yeah, because I was going to talk about something else, but then I was like, I feel like I need to talk about joy versus happiness because that's very important. Like, if you if you consider yourself a godly person and if God is your source, you need to delve into that peace and that joy because happiness ain't in every day. It's just not. And even for people like me who just try to, I try to smile every day. Somebody asks me if I'm okay. I'm usually going to tell you I'm fine. Like, I'm not, I'm good. I'm For me to tell you I'm not okay or... For me to text you and say, oh, I'm okay, I low-key really trust you. Uh-huh. Because I don't want you to, t- to ask me what's wrong with me. If, I, if I'm if i having a bad day and some girl who I barely know, how you doing? I'll be like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm, even if I'm not, because I don't want to talk to you. But <laughs> <laughs> I might be, I might not be. I just don't want to talk to you about it, okay? Right. It's just, it's just very unnatural um, for me to not try to appear happy. But that doesn't mean I'm always happy. Yeah. So. Oh, Therese, that's everything, right? Yeah, that's everything. Ugh, y'all, we've been we've been killing it out here. <laughs> we not not like killing it, but we didn't had three weeks episodes. So I'm y'all low key should, y'all really this. enjoy that. Please You're enjoy welcome. these. No, y'all. I'm joking. <laughs> Cause we high key, we we low. I'm low key a little tired. It's been like every weekend. So when are we gonna record? It's like, oh my god, right. I need that gap though. Like next weekend, and it's funny because it's Thanksgiving weekend. Right, so we really nice. we could have got together and did an episode. Oh, I thought it was nice. I'm gonna be off work. <laughs> oh, that's down. what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is nice. I don't have to go to work. I don't have to go to class. I'm just right. I'm about to, even though <sighs> I have so much stuff to do, so I won't be able to relax that much. But you know, whatever. Oh, I'm about to shoot. I'm about to be laying down. I'm about to be chilling. I'm gonna lay down one day. <laughs> one day, I think that's I might funny. be able to lay down. Dang, that is so unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Gosh, that's sad. Oh, what? What can you do, Therese? Can we also announce this? Or no? Next episode? <laughs> what? You know no. what I'm excited First off, about? When you say can we announce this, my mind went. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so announce what? You guys. Um. Oh. No. I mean, for what? Oh. Now you've said it and it's weird, so do whatever you <laughs> want to do. You said do what I want to do? I don't know. Okay, well, we and Therese, we, we had signed up to, to do something with 
Megan Good because she's had she had something of where she wanted to start her own production company and it was like gave people the opportunity if they wanted to advertise with her that they could. So we decided to advertise with Megan Good and pay our fee or whatever so that we can support them. They can support us. And I'm so excited, y'all, because I love Megan Good. And on top of that, it should be that episode. I mean, the day that she um, pubs for us should actually be the day that this is out. So I'm really excited. Should it? Right. It's Tuesday, right? No, what it's days, Monday. What days are? Oh, is it to- oh, my God. Is it tomorrow? It's tomorrow. Oh, my God. I'm excited. You didn't yes. know that? This episode no, will be out on Tuesday. It's actually Sunday right now when we're recording. It's Sunday when we're recording. I'm really excited. And on top of that, Therese, can I just be hyped for a quick little second? Because she's replying to the people. <laughs> oh, she is? And being like, oh my God, no problem, girl. I'm so glad that I can help. But I'm going to be, if she asks me, I'm taking a screenshot. That's, <laughs> I'm going to be hyped, y'all. I love making I videos. followed her today. Not today. I love making good, y'all. I'm hyped. I appreciate okay. making good shout, you know, giving us a shout out or whatever. <laughs> oh, I've been a stand. So she wrote the weight. Like I'm like, yes, girl. She had a, she had like an unsung. I was like, let me go ahead and watch that. <laughs> and Hill Harper had one too that I need to watch. Mm. I love him too. Yeah, you can tell me about him. I'm not gonna watch him though. That's funny. The Megan Good one was cool. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna watch the Hill Harper one. I'm excited for. Oh yeah, he's talking about <sighs> Hill Harper. Oh, but you know, I feel like we've talked you guys' ears off for today. <laughs> all right you got episodes to okay. catch up on we'll see you in two weeks all right bye guys bye let's get coffee like a tarantino movie